Welcome to All Ages RPG, the role-playing podcast for gamers of all ages. Continuing our Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition campaign, this 31st episode goes back in time to when the party had finished selling loot they'd brought out of the tower in episode 29. We follow the dragonborn paladin Balasar and kobold ranger Clyde as they use the money they raise to pay their trainers, Maval Bursk and Veriseth, to teach them the secrets of level 3. What secrets are these? Doubtless the skills they need as guardians of Indir. today it's interesting that I always have so many questions that I want to prompt you guys with. I think I'd like to do the normal going around the table. You say your name, first name, name of your character, and then I'd like to hear what question your character would like to have answered. I was going to ask you guys what mysteries you're interested in, and that's interesting too, but what thing that's happening does your character want to know about? Let's go this way this time. Counterclockwise. Boy. Hi, I'm Corbin. I play Balasar Draconian. The question that... Oh, I don't know what question I want to have answered. Well, we can come back to it. Just come back to it. I can't think. Oh, you know what? We come back to you after I give a little recap where we were because it's been a while since we've played. Right? So when we last left our heroes, you had gone through a underground series of tunnels that you found after elves had been thrown into Indir and they had used their Literally key pendants to open a portal that led downward. And you followed them in and found... One elf that had been killed, you fought a crawling thing and rested after that and then heard a strange noise. And Balasar predictably ran into the darkness, (laughs) not being able to see, and he stumbled into a room of arms and other limbs and smashed his way through that. And went down following the noise and found that there was a red elf there. The red elf was doing some sort of ritual with a number of uh, three humanoid figures. The maroon four! And then the party ran up and attacked. The elf multiplied into four red elves. The party fought them and fought the figures that were just standing there and not really doing anything. Managed to defeat three of the elves. The last elf disappeared, and thinking no more about the elf, out of sight, out of mind, you all grabbed the human-like mannequin bodies and carried them out. As you were carrying them out, the tunnels that you were in, the rooms that you were in, started shaking like a big earthquake was happening. And you ran out the entrance to find that What had been underground had uplifted into the air and was 50 feet up. 
and so you manage to make your way out. Am I missing any details? The bells are trying to recreate the noise. Um, yes, that's true. <laughs> no, it was like a light moaning, and then Bellas, like, it was like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. You forgot about <laughs> you squat. NPC uh, squatty. Oh, yeah. Squat rip do. So there were two NPCs <laughs> that were introduced. That's true. So one of the figures you activated it. And it introduced itself as Squat Ripdo. And he's accompanied you all. But there was also a member of the Indir Guard that you met who had actually come in with his troop to figure out what was happening. I gave one of his guards the head, and I was like, here, get ahead in life. <laughs> Tim, short for Timbertina. Timbertina. <laughs> so yes, yes you... Timbertina, the bridge club member. escaped with Timbertina and some of the dragonborn. You never found the last elf or the elf that disappeared. With the stuff that you brought out, you started trying to sell it in order to, well, get a bunch of wings, but also to be able to afford the training that we're going to talk about today. Is there anything else that I've With that, have you thought of a question that your Balasar oh, wants to oh, answer? You know, I'm just going to ask the question I thought of earlier this week, and it was, is there a pet store in India? And what kind of pets would they have? Because if mammals are not really a popular thing, would they have dogs, cats, and other mammal-like things. And I was about to say fish, but that's not a mammal. They sell uh, tiny dinosaurs. <laughs> yeah, they sell... But I want a doge. Well, I think a this is an interesting... fish. I don't want a Interesting world-building question. How many non-sentient mammals survived whatever got rid of the humans? Lots or of maybe what did got, like, freakishly mutated. I mean, there's... <laughs> oh, my God. They, it's been a question that we've kind of danced around because we haven't needed to answer it about mounts. Right? I could see that we could say that it's just humans and bananas that are gone. And that all the, all the other mammals and other species have been affected. And so there could be plenty of Rats and dogs and cats and horses, bullet dogs and ponies and so forth. Very feral because they've been. Or we could go all the way to kind of Thunder or the Barbarian level, where the mounts are weird reptile dinosaur things. Weird reptile mounts. But I want. I like. I'm trying to remember the name. Yes. <laughs> what are we moas? Could, we could also say pretty that much like big ostriches. 
there aren't horses, or at least horses aren't common no horses. in Gaboboa. Mm -hmm. And so there are other mounts that are used. But horses there are else. still other mammals. And so you could have yeah. dogs dog. and riding birds or whatever it is. Giant bird, giant turtles. Would it be all right if, like, between sessions, we came up with like fantasy animals for this world? Or something? Oh, yeah, we could all ride on slimes, like bouncing egg bag things. I don't want to. Oh, like those, you know, the balls with the handles, and then you would. Those That's the one demented toy from the, my childhood I can remember. Those things are so demented. Especially when I have so, no face in the face. To answer squat. your question, just to get back to it, because we're limited on time. Oh, sorry. Just to get back to it, there are breeders of different pet creatures. There isn't a pet store, so to speak, because that's a fairly modern contrivance. And we are at war in India with the elves. And so it's... Feathered war dogs. There may have been more vanity things like pet shops before the war, but now everyone's kind of moved on to war footing, and the breeders of pets and little foofy lap creatures <laughs> have moved on to other places. So, or are breeding more dangerous animals. Or are I breeding, just saw well, the breeders are definitely mount. are breeding more a pet shop, which doesn't oh, yes. breed the animals, it just has animals and wants to sell them. But not that. I thought of uh, Epic Mount, I just said it. Giant feathered war dogs. Like giant, okay. like were like, like Good, like and Gwyn. maybe you can come up with a species name for that. So, next player, because that's one player. Five. Okay. I'm sorry. I am Aria, and I play Vaisuna the Hobgoblin. What Vaisuna is curious about is what were the elves trying to do with this big tower thing? And more importantly, did they succeed in doing it? Why didn't I think of that? Very good question. Yes. I'm the and I play Clyde the Kobold. Clyde's question is when are we cleaning up the city? Because it just got a tree, tr or tree thrown at it. And, and there's a giant it. stomach somewhere. No! I'm not no. setting that up. He's tired of stepping on glass. <laughs> Luckily, we all have fairly I'm tough feet in this game. I'm Squeak McSqueakerson, and his question would be, how the heck are there more dwarves and elves in there now? My question now seems very pathetic. Right. I'm Lucia. I play Hansu pulling the Aarakocra, and his question is, how can I stop Squeaks from turning into me? Oh, Changeling oh, right, Stoppers. That plot line. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That should be like a separate side quest right there, preventing yeah. Squeaks from changing forms. Like, that so, was like a side quest. I want to take a little bit of time to go... Follow each character briefly to talk about their training and anything else that they're doing separate from the group while we're going off to do the downtime, right? Because it is several days of downtime involved in your training. And also, at the end of last session, you had met with Keats and Alfar to sell stuff. Alfar was the sage gnome. 
that you were contacting to sell stuff, and Keats is the fence for stolen goods that was Bison looking to sell stuff. Friends. Yes. Yeah, adopted brother. Adopted brother. Yes. But before we get into that, I wanted to acknowledge and apologize that I have been getting two of the characters' names wrong quite frequently. Almost as much as I've been getting them right, I've been saying squeaks instead of squeak, and I've been saying cantu instead of cantu, so I apologize. It's a, I, another thing that's been very obvious as I've been going back through and editing the episodes, like, oh man, I had a nickel for every time to say the names wrong. Rich. <laughs> I have already, right around Blake's birthday, we did his little side training montage. He may reveal in character what has been going on, but simultaneous with that happening, who would like to talk first? So your trainer, as you recall, you want to... He's a warforged. Yeah, he's a warforged. Like human. His name was Mavel Barsk. Oh, yeah. Oh, Maval Barsk. Maval. Okay. Maval. So when we last left the party... At the end of the episode, everyone was at, I believe, the Dragon's Blood Tech. Mm-hmm. No, just Blake, I, and Squat, Squat Rip do. Yeah. And then Squat. these two were talking about Why Kanju and Vaisuna were all talking Where did you, you go? Yes. Yeah. She, she That's had right. So Kanju there, went with there were us. two groups. Back to the Dragon Blood. I would have, Bowser probably would have met the trainer around that area or in some sort of militaristic academy. Area? Where does Maval normally hang out? Usually at a military base in okay. India or whatever that... I don't know what it would be. I'm just thinking they would have a militaristic base. Very good. So he would be around there for scientific research studies and chemotherapy. Oh. So, so, so that they can understand... he's not used he's, as a trainer? That's a little no, side gig. That's that that's a side gig that's personally oh, really because yeah. Balasar found him. I see. And but he actually helps the dragon in the. I, I forgot to ask you guys this, but I thought that he, since he was human technology, he helps other dragonborns in a scientific facility learn about ancient human technology. So there are sages that are studying him. Yes. That work for India's military. So, are you going by yourself? I take Squat Reptu with me, and if Squeaks come, if Squeak squeaks. comes along, Squeaks, Squeak, Squeak, squeak. I did it again. If Squeak Another comes nickel. along, so Squeak is going off and doing something else. Okay. Oh yeah. So. So I, I guess I would take Squat Reptu because he's another Warforge, or oh. presumably a fleshy mannequin hey, thing. On. Gosh, I tried to translate on. That's what I heard. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to remember what India looks so, like. So you go to the nearby base where they are doing weapons research. Yes. And there are a number of frail egghead dragonborns <laughs> that are creating Which is the magical... Weapons and explosives and various devices, uh, wands and the like, to try and stem the elven tide. Okay. 
Egghead is even more of an insult because they're dragon. <laughs> yeah. So there is a knot of dragonborn that are clustered around Maval. And how did Maval get his name, by the way? So how Balasar found him, I forget. He was probably like six or seven, and he was walking in the woods, fell into a hole, and it was just, there was just crates of ruined objects. In one of the crates, it one it said Maval, hmm. and in on just Dracon? yes, interesting. Just the letters, okay. And it inside was just dismembered parts, which was Maval Bursk's parts, and the Bursk part was a some form. I'm still deciding on what it is. It's either some other person who helped restore him. Or it's some ancient language lang- language that he okay. spoke at first. Maval, you've been paying Maval. He's been yes. asking for payment for training. Yes. He is... He doesn't eat. doesn't eat. He doesn't oh, need... Oh, you're asking what he uses the money so for. So he is raising money to open a shop of some kind. He has ambitions to be something other than a lab rat. So, you don't have to answer now, but... I think that's like me too level. I think, yeah, that's like me too level, right? No, I'm going to go with a humanoid bakery. <laughs> Very good. So a humanoid he, bakery. What yes. does humanoid bakery mean? <laughs> what, a hu- what humans and mammal, you know, like what we have. What humans goods. eat. What humans <laughs> eat as baked goods that he can remember in his memory. Yeah. So he has a strange compulsion toward baked goods, especially <laughs> muffins of any sort. A strange so some some vestigial aspect of his original programming that compels him to bake. Gotta bake. Gotta bake. Must <laughs> produce muffins. <laughs> exactly. And so he is most satisfied when he has like a cruller or a croissant or something in his hand because he is fulfilling. His original purpose. However, he has done many things over the centuries or however long his memory goes I'm back. I'm still trying to. It's think not really clear. They are also, the sages all, are also trying to find All I know is that he was found in a pit with a box of a And he has big gaps in his memory as well. Yes. So he, in addition to a facility for baking, he has a great knowledge of arms, and also of various faiths. And so, he is a strange hodgepodge of knowledge that fits almost perfectly to be your mentor. And so, you are training with him. Is there anything... Uh, I'll, I'll come back to you, but you can imagine a training montage where he is... Having you, having you do push-ups and praying and meditating while he is whipping up eggs. Yes, 
Exactly. <laughs> if you do really good at your training, you can have chocolate muffins. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, chocolate reminds Nutella. And the uh, other no. reason that he appreciates the donations that you make for training, which is you're paying for training, it also is that his constant baking have. Habits. Absolutely. Particularly getting milk, which is difficult to do. <laughs> in a wormhole reptile. In a world yeah, where, where mammals are rare, especially yeah. in wartime, where yeah, people yeah, are looking yeah. at cows and they're like, cows and goats, and like, hmm, there's a lot of protein there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you have to milk the geckos. No. They produce milk. Oh gosh, pigeon milk. Yeah, they barf milk. Pigeon milk is is disgusting. It's not actually milk. It can't be used as actual milk. <laughs> oh gosh, I really want to see what about gecko milk. All gecko milk is milk. The results have been less than satisfying. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, he can try using. Kanto has a gecko farm. No, no, no. Gecko milk. Gecko milk. So, we change our focus over to Keats, and where Keats, and where the the three more sneaky members. Well, that's not true. Three of the sneaky members. Three of the sneaky members. is pretty sneaky if you count smashing you're doors. Not <laughs> you're not sorry, you're say, not sneaky. Poor Balasar. You're the only character. Balasar is the only character at the table whom sneaky would not occur as like the first three adjectives. <laughs> <laughs> but everybody else? Yeah, I think so. I would love to hear the three adjectives of Balasar. Dim loud, loud, dim witted, strong, impetuous, strong, impetuous. Now I'm seeing sneaky going on the twentieth right now. <laughs> so, Clyde, your trainer is Barisat, I believe, yes. a golden dragonborn. Her and I have been practicing everything from tracking various monsters through trying to communicate with them. Talk to those pigeons for me. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, one situation there got caught. You could say probably caught in the spider's web. Typical training session or few sessions. Small arguments here and there between the two because they don't particularly get along that well. And so on. Now, I didn't ask either of you as to whether you were choosing to roll your HP or whether oh. you were choosing to take your take the So default does it right? replace my whole HP or does no. it like no, no, add no, on? It adds on. Add. So and it provides a D ten. Um, Are you yes. choosing to roll? Yes, I'm gonna choose a roll. Okay. Uh, oh and guess what I'm gonna do. It's a D ten plus your constitution. Right. That's oh, that's you know that's still pretty good. <laughs> I'm gonna turn into yes. oh, sweet so nine, nine, nine plus three. That's a twelve. I know. Yeah. So, okay. so that's 33. I think I know what I'm going to do. I'm gonna turn You're getting a lot of meat on your bones from the heavy diet of croissants and, <laughs> and muffins. Cheese and a lot of and muffins. And meat on bones. Yes. Mass. He's eating mass. 
Yeah. And I'm gonna turn my key. Yeah, you don't roll the dice, I roll. Uh, you're a ranger, you roll a d10. Oh, a d10? Oh, yeah. yeah that's if you're going to roll. Nuts. I'm gonna roll. Why do you get a d10? 12. That's a d12. Uh, that's a one. Plus your powers. One. Plus two. One, so you get two. To me, it goes to 20. 21. And I'm gonna turn in my. 33! I might rival you, Belisar. Achievement. Pushing the odds. Be the first to choose to roll for HP and get less than half. Turn this in to get max HP when you gain a level in the future. Wait, what are you doing to okay. me? So I'm gonna boost my HP. I'm actually going to give you this achievement for next time. So you'll be able to turn that in next time rather than rolling to get maximum. So Caleb will be able to turn Caleb it in. Caleb will next be able time. to, yes. But you yeah, are I'm gonna get back to you in a minute because we're still with Clyde and his training. So, is there anything else that you wanted to do Trading in, in the downtime? And any particular thing that you're focusing on? Related, perhaps, flavor to whatever ranger option you're choosing? Oh, yes. I am particularly doing a lot of research on trolls and what weapons are good against them, particularly weapons of fire and trolls. Okay. As you guys are training, and this goes for everybody. As you guys are, are training and waiting for your money to come in from all the things that you are fencing, there is a lot of activity in the district around the tower. You hear rumors about it. That's all you hear because your training doesn't take you near there unless you choose to go near there. Intensive jogging! <laughs> <laughs> There is a lot more activity, there is light flashing from the top of the tower, and several units of the Indir Guard that are deployed to that area, and the surrounding buildings in the neighborhood is evacuated, because there are rumors of more elves being saved, that the mammals are somehow using the tower as a foothold. If the, if the tower's like blinking lights, does that just mean it's an oven lighthouse? That's <laughs> <laughs> oh <my gosh. laughs> wow, so you idiot! <laughs> <laughs> Take this out. I, 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 I don't know, I mean... Realize the the, well, I mean, there's no water nearby, so maybe maybe they made air boats. Wow, they're skyrits! Skyrits! You are focusing on figuring out from Veriseth's, or with Veriseth's aid, the best way to incapacitate and decapitate trolls. Mm -hmm. Thank you for listening to All Ages RPG, the role-playing podcast for gamers of all ages. In this episode, we learned a bit more about some key NPCs, Maval Bursk and Veriseth. When you create NPCs in your world, what details do you like to start with? 
How do you like to portray them? Do you build up backstories for them? Do you give them statistics for the game, like player characters? Do you like to create voices or visual art? We'd love to hear how you bring your NPCs to life as a player or as a game master. You can tag us on Twitter, at AllAgesRPG, comment on our website, AllAgesRPG.com, and review us wherever you listen to our podcast. In our next episode, we'll follow the training of the other two player characters, Vaisuna, the compassionate hobgoblin champion, and Kantu, the unrelenting Arakakura tracker. We hope that you've enjoyed listening to our game. We certainly enjoyed playing it.